0: Welcome to episode number eight of Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This is your host, Padma Ali, and I'm delighted you're here. So today's topic is about anger. If you find yourself getting annoyed, frustrated, angry over the smallest of the things and the big things, then this podcast will really help you. I'm going to share what's really behind anger the detriment of not dealing with it, and some strategies on how to process anger. Hello, friends. Welcome to this episode. Today's episode is one of one very near and dear to me, and I'll tell you why in a little bit. Last episode, I talked about emotions in general, and today I'm focusing on the important topic of anger. By the way, if you haven't listened to any of my previous episodes, please do so. Even though they don't necessarily build on one another, it really will help you come up to speed with where we are. So this topic on anger, you know, it is one very close to me. And I picked this because emotions are very heightened these days because of the stress of being stuck at home in close quarters. Everybody has so much going on, especially if you're working outside the home And you're dealing with kids at home. There's just a lot happening. And that's what I'm hearing from a lot of people that because it is so much in close quarters with one another, this can be a pretty tough time. I want to provide you some valuable tools when it comes to anger. But as you will see, you can apply this to any emotion in your life. And they're very, very powerful. Also, another housekeeping. Today, you might hear my kids in the background. I have them around here, and as probably you do as well, and there's nothing we can do. So bear with me if you hear some background noise. And also, the birds have been very loud this morning, and so you might hear some birds chirping as well. So back to today's topic. I feel like a squirrel today, like my brain's all over the place. So bear with me. I'm going to share three main strategies of dealing with anger towards the end. So please, or kind of sprinkle throughout this podcast. So stay till the end, stay stay tuned. Like I said, this topic is very near to me because I used to get very angry. So here's the caveat, right? Only with my family. 99% of the people who meet me or have seen me even on social media, won't believe me when I say that because I look zen AF. (laughs) It's not like I'm always uh, calm or I'm not always calm, but this aspect used to come out specifically with my family. And there's a reason for that, which I will go into later in this episode. And this episode is slightly on the longer side too, because there's a lot I want to cover in this. And some of what I share with you may or may not be brand new to you, but it might really make you think a little bit more because it it is going to be thought-provoking. So my invitation to you is just listen with an open mind. So let me bring it back to you. I'm going to ask you one question. Are you an angry person? What would you say to that? But if you're like most people, especially people listening to my podcast, you would probably say, I lose my temper, I get angry, but I'm not really an angry person. Well, I'm going to tell you this. This is actually great because if you said I'm an angry person, I am actually going to have you pause and take a real close look at that because if you've identified yourself as an angry person, this means that there's an identity associated with anger which means you're more likely to get angry and that's the irony of this when you identify as a particular personality type you actually become that now that's for another episode but i'm really going to stress on this piece like if you're identifying as an angry person then you can you can still listen to this episode but and apply it in a different way this is mostly for people who get angry here and there, who lose their temper, who get frustrated and annoyed more than angry. And that's what I'm going to be talking more about today. So what's really behind anger? You know, I have seen in my 20 plus years of working with people, I've actually seen and heard pretty much everything, like nothing ever psychs me these days because I've pretty much heard everything. Well, maybe not, like I have murdered somebody, not that kind of heard or seen everything. But most of the things that most people would be like, what? Or like the ice would really become white or they might be like, what, really? That never, I've I, nothing phases me at this point. And so when, I've say, when I say I've heard and seen everything, I mean it. So what I've seen when it comes to anger, I've heard about anger from the perspective of being a recipient of anger and also from the perspective of the one who does get angry. So from both these ends. And so I have this very valuable knowledge of what it's like to be on the receiving end as well as on the perpetuating end. And this uh, this is very vital, as you will hear throughout this podcast, why I am sharing that piece. And with that knowledge, I can say one thing for sure, that anger is a secondary emotion. What does that really mean? It means that there is an emotion that's always behind anger, always and I say always, I mean always. There's always something behind anger. Anger is not the primary emotion. Think about it for a minute. Think about it for the minute when the last time you got angry. Maybe it was with your partner. Maybe your kids. Maybe someone cut you off. That there's, Whatever the reason might be, there's always something behind it. And, you know, for a lot of people, it's overwhelm it's fear, it's being tired, hungry, hangry, my kid gets hangry a lot, (laughs) shame, ego, and here's something that you might have never heard before. Are you ready for that? That anger is not yours. Are you like, what the heck are you talking about, Padma? Stay with me. Stay with me. I'm going to, I'm going to go further with that. That anger doesn't belong to you. So there's many reasons behind this anger. Like I said, overwhelm, fear, shame, tiredness, ego, whatever that might be. But there's also another reason that you might have never considered that anger is not yours. Let me explain. Okay. This is where I'm going to throw you a brand new concept. If you're not, if you haven't heard this before which is called human design. I'm not going to go into details about what human design is. You can just Google and I'm going to have a guest soon in our podcast who's going to share more about it because this is very vital. It is your design that you have come to this planet with. It's the design that you have chosen to come to this planet with because each of you have a gift that you are going to share with the world. And that is the design you come with. It doesn't mean you do not have free will. This is just who your template. And in the show notes, you can find more information about how to find your human design type. It's free, it's available to anybody, and you can just find that out. Just Google it, you'll get a lot of information. So let me explain more, okay? We are energy beings. We are a lot more connected than you think we are. And certain human design types absorb Energy from people around them. Contrary to what you might be thinking, it's actually a gift. (laughs) Believe me when I tell you, I have that gift. I have that gift of absorbing anybody's energy. I didn't think it was a gift, but it is. It's what makes me good at what I do. You know, I I understand people really well because of, of this gift. Many clients tell me things like, you know, no one has gotten me like you have, or you just know exactly what I'm feeling. It's not because I have some superpowers. It's because of my human design type. I'm a projector. I kind of get, I can literally like, you know, my energy type will embrace another energy around me and I can absorb that information really well. And it helps me do my job, do my dharma in this world really well. Now, if you're not conscious about it, and if you don't know this information, You might really think this anger is yours or this feeling, this emotion, this whatever you're experiencing is yours. Yes, it is. It is. It's amplifying what's already inside you, but it might not really 100% belong to you. So let me stay with me. Okay. Stay with me. If you're like, what, what are you talking about? Or if you're like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Either way, just stay with me. Let me go a little bit further. Okay. Have you ever walked into a room with people? You're fine when you walk in. Say if it's a conference and you walk in, you're fine. Everything is okay. And then after some time, you notice you're not feeling yourself. You're feeling tired. You're feeling annoyed. You just want to go home or you want to just like not do anything or your energy kind of drops or something feels different. You're overwhelmed or like something doesn't feel right. Now, you might rationalize that by saying, hey, I haven't eaten, I didn't get enough sleep, or I've been talking nonstop." You can come up with many rational explanations, but if you are an energy type that will absorb other people's energy, that's exactly what might be happening in that moment. Now, take it with a grain of salt, because I don't want you to use this as an excuse. You are still 100% responsible for your emotions, especially the way you react. So there is no two ways around it, whether it's yours or someone else's, there's still your responsibility. And you have consequences which we will cover later on. So no matter what, this is not an excuse to say, hey, this is my energy type. I'm not responsible for my reaction today. just was absorbing other people's emotions. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. This is just to give you some context of what else might be going on. Now, the reason, again, I'm sharing this is because you may have not considered that there's something else behind the anger, which is what I'm inviting you to look at. And that's the main strategy. I want you to just stay with that piece. Like what else is behind this anger? I'm going to give you two personal examples I would illustrate that would help you understand this more. You know, as human beings, we really get it when we hear other people's experiences, right? And I'm just going to use my own experience with this. So when my husband used to travel a lot you know being with two young kids running a business running a home i used to get into this feeling of overwhelm and that's again a story i used to tell myself i get overwhelmed when he's traveling when i'm by myself and that's what i would do i would Um, go into overwhelm. And that overwhelm would not come out as overwhelm, it would come as feeling frustrated and annoyed with the kids for the smallest of the things that they would do. And if you have been around young kids, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They have this knack of pushing buttons. They just know what to do, right, in that moment. And that would bring out this frustration and irritation and annoyance towards them but when i really sat down and looked at it and went okay what was really going on right now two things were happening one i was i was not listening to the feeling of i'm getting overwhelmed i need extra help and support when he's not around and the second thing is by the end of the day my my energy if i haven't discharged all the energy i've absorbed from everywhere else during the day it it there's a buildup. And then that results in this ex, this coming out, this discharge, which was what was happening. And once I sat down and really paid attention to it, things started to shift. And that's what I mean. Like there's always something behind anger. Okay. So I'm going to give you another example. And this is, will apply to any couple around any, if you're in a relationship or if you've seen couples around you, this is, this is going to apply to everybody, all the couples so in this, this couple I used to work with, she gets very angry and frustrated with her partner when the clothes are not folded or she doesn't get help with the kids or, you know, like there's there's a general sense of annoyance that I'm doing more than you. And this is what they would come to me with, right? And when I help them explore this deeper, The reason was it was not because of the clothes are not folded or this is happening or the chores are not equally distributed. It's because she didn't feel connected with him. That got nothing to do with folding the laundry or why, what was happening, right? It was because she didn't feel connected with her partner. She wanted connection. And I am sure most couples can relate to that. It's never about the laundry. It's never about the household chores. The anger is never about that. The anger is about something else. And for this woman, it was about connection. And this is why I'm inviting you. I know I'm spending a lot of time on this. And there's a reason I'm doing that because I want you to really sink into this thing that there's something else behind anger. I'm inviting you to drop inside, see what's behind the anger, put on the hat of curiosity, and when you bring awareness, right, awareness is the key and it will help you see what else is going on. It will reveal to you what beliefs you're holding that are ready to be let go of. And this is not to be taken lightly. The anger is not to be taken lightly. There's a reason again for that. That brings me to the second part of our segment of our podcast which is the detriment of not dealing with anger and the detriment of staying angry. Like I said in the beginning I'm going to cover three main aspects. The one, the first one is what's really behind anger. the second one is the detriment of not dealing with anger and the third one is strategies. this brings us to the second part. Now you may or may not have noticed that when you get angry it leaves an energetic impression. If you don't know what an energetic impression is, I'm going to walk you through this exercise that will show you exactly, this will make it so clear to you. Now, everything has energy. Everything has an energetic imprint to it. To demonstrate that, what I'm going to invite you to do is pay attention when I'm saying the following words. Okay, if you are not driving, I would like you to close your eyes and just pay attention to these words or these sentences that I am going to say. And I want you to just listen and pay attention to your body. See how, what happens in your body. So, you ready? Here we go. You will fail. Notice how you feel. Now, listen to this one. You are amazing. How do you feel? How are you feeling in your body? Now repeat this in your mind. Okay? I am a happy person. How do you feel? I'm so anxious right now. How does that land? Do you see how your body feels when you hear fail and anxious and amazing and happy? Do you see how the difference, how it landed differently for each of these things? Did you or did you not notice how each of these words had some energy behind it? That's what I mean. Everything has an energetic imprint in it and so does anger. So for example, if somebody got angry at you when you were five for spilling milk and the belief you formed at that time is that you're clumsy or you won't be loved if you make a mistake or I can never do things right, or you lost your confidence in trying new things and that thing is still lingering, that belief is still lingering and you haven't let go, then think about the consequence of that in today's life. Right. Of course, this is not conscious. This is something unconscious. But I'm just inviting you to shed some light on these things, because these beliefs were not formed out of the blue. They came from somewhere. They came from somewhere. They came from some experience you've had. And that experience determines what's happening in today's life. Right. And so I I really hope this is sinking in for you right? This is what I mean by energetic imprint. So let me give you another example. So recently, and I was cooking with my three-year-old daughter, and as we were doing things, you know, like how three-year-olds do cooking, I, I expected a mess, but she dumped something right on the floor, and it was liquid. And oh boy, you know, it is evening time. I had to get dinner done, And there was a humongous mess that I wasn't expecting. And there she is. And in a reactive place from without thinking, I yelled. And because I have trained myself to like watch for these things or to make sure that I'm not doing these old behaviors, I was able to catch her expression And that expression was, I could see her eyes became really wide. She started to like, you know, like go backwards because she wasn't expecting me to yell at her. And she went back and she looked at me with these big eyes and oh boy, <laughs> it triggered everything from my past. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to screw up this child. Like all those old beliefs started coming in and I had to stop myself and go, okay, how do we repair this? Because we can never be perfect human beings. We're not perfect parents. We can never be, have perfect children. And it's all about repair. We're going to make mistakes. Repair is for another session, another podcast session, but it's all about repair. I was able to slow down and tell her and shift the energetic imprint that was starting to form and say, it's not her. It's okay that mama got overwhelmed and this is okay. Okay. And then I also do other energy clearing, which I'm not going to go into right now. I do that for my clients and I do that for my children pretty periodically because I don't want them to carry this stuff. And I teach my clients this too. It's very easy to remove these energetic imprints. And as soon as I was able to do that, you know, like things again, like I, I started to calm down, right? Like because this, this is the key piece. We can clear these energetic imprints very quickly. Once we bring some awareness to them. The bottom line also is that we can't change the past, like whatever has happened to you at five years old, you can't go back and you might not even have conscious memory of half the things, right? So it's not even about like, about going and like revisiting everything in the past. It is about what's happening right now, because what's happening right now is the gateway to all those beliefs, everything that has happened in the past. That's what I mean. Everything that's happening right now is enough. If you work through that with what's happening right now, it's enough. It'll start clearing the past. I actually am not an advocate of going back to the past and revisiting it because it continues to reinforce those damn energetic imprints. We do not want that. So this is not about visiting the past. This is about clearing it in the present so it can be cleared in the past. And this is one of the reasons I do not believe in therapy anymore, despite being a therapist. And I might get slack from some therapists out there, but that's okay. This is just my belief that therapy does not work for this particular reason, because there's a tendency to revisit the past. All right. (laughs) Can you see how powerful this work is? Can you see how when you clear the energetic imprints, it starts to clear up the beliefs that, that, that have held those energetic imprints in place? But here's what you can do, because you don't have the tools that I possess. I'm going to give you two simple tools to help you deal with the energetic clearing, the energetic imprints. And that I will cover in the strategies aspect. So stay tuned for those those, those two strategies. One last thing about this particular phase that we're talking about, this is what happens when you don't deal with it. When you don't deal with it, let me give you an analogy. Say you're wearing a pair of sunglasses that have a rose tint to it. When you see the world through those rose tinted sunglasses, everything is going to appear slightly rose tinted, right? That is how those beliefs Stay when you have a belief. Say the belief is I can never do things right. Or if I can't start, I can't do something correctly. If that's the belief, I can never succeed. I can never succeed no matter how hard I try. When you have that belief, think about that belief as those sunglasses, those rose colored sunglasses. Everything is going to appear from those colored glasses. Everything is going to appear from those beliefs. So this is vital, right? If, when you don't clear the energetic imprints, you don't clear the beliefs, and then it continues to perpetuate those beliefs, which means we perpetuate circumstances that reinforce those beliefs. Have you ever considered that if we're co-creators of our lives, we start creating circumstances those reinforce those beliefs? I get so passionate about these things guys because it is so simple to start clearing out those beliefs so we can live a different life instead of being subjected to the same thing over and over and over again this is why when someone says it when it rains it pours that's what's happening to them and trust me i've been through that i have been through so much of my life in that particular way that's why i want to share this I know I went off on a little bit of a tangent away from anger, but this is all related. Everything is related. So that is takeaway number two. Anger is especially like fire. It can destroy things on its way and it spreads like wildfire too. That's why when you get angry, it's very easy to keep getting angry. This is why clearing the energetic imprints is so vital, guys, and that's one of the things I really advocate for my clients, and I do that for them too. Now, this segues to the last part of our podcast, which is strategies on processing anger. So there are three strategies. Number one, anger is an emotion, and emotions are habits. So, in essence, anger is a habit. So it's very easy to see that now, since I've pointed it out, isn't it? Look at the bottom line. There's a reason that you're angry because you have learned to be angry. Now I'm gonna go down neuropsychology with you right now because this will help you make a more sense of this what I'm what I'm saying. Anger is nothing but some neurons firing together. And you've learned that, you've learned that over a course of time, think about, okay, I'm going to give you another analogy that will help solidify this completely think about a hiking path, right? So the more people walk on that path, the more that path becomes so clear, very, very, very clear, like the pathway is so defined. So the next time someone comes on that path, it's very clearly defined, you know exactly where you're going. Angry neurons, anger neurons are exactly like that. When you do that over and over and over again, it knows exactly how to fire and it fires very smoothly. So the next time someone cuts you off, it knows how to fire that particular neurons quickly, exactly how it is done. The next time your kid spills something, it knows what to do, especially if you're like overwhelmed on top of it. It knows, all right, here's a signal. Let's go to that. So it starts to fire those same neurons. It's nothing but habit that your brain has learned how to do that. I used to work with an amazing therapist. This is one therapist I would highly recommend because she was just incredible. She made a huge difference in my life. And this was years and years and years ago in California. I've left California 10 years ago. So you can see it's a long time ago, but I still think of her. Nancy taught me to declare that I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not showing up for this anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. She really helped me see that when I saw anger because anger would only come out with my husband and it would only come out in, in, it only came out with my parents, it only came out with my husband and then it started to come out with my kids and I knew I had to nip it in the bud when that started to happen. What she taught me was to make different neural pathways. She said, go dance, go do something else, go for a walk with your dogs. I used to have dogs back then. She said anything, do anything other than give into that anger because she was teaching me create different neural pathways. Stop creating the same ones over and over again and just do something different. She gave me an analogy. She gave me her own example of one of her children triggering her. And she said, I'm not going to react to her anymore. I will never react to her. And that's what I'm going to do. And so she taught me these things so beautifully. And I still remember that. So check in with yourself. What's underneath that anger? What's the root cause of that anger? This is the core pillar of the work I do, like the beliefs underneath those emotions. Because once you identify them and and become aware of them and clear them from the roots, they're gone. So the next one is about clearing the energetic imprint of anger. How do you do that? Like I said, you know, I have my own methods of doing it. I have trained in energy healing for the last decade. So I know that really well. I teach some of that to my clients too. But for you guys, one of the things I'm going to recommend, there are many different ways of clearing the energetic imprints. The first one is just intention. When you say, I'm intending to not to clear this energetic imprint from my system, the universe works with you. It will help clear that. I've often, I will share some of the strategies, maybe in another podcast episode. But for today, like think about do some research on your own, maybe SAGE. Crystals and breath work is another one. So the two main things I said I'm going to teach you. One is intention. The second one is breath work. Breath is available to you. It's free of cost. So here's your homework for today. <laughs> Go and Google Nadi Shodana Pranayama. It's spelled as N-A-D-I-S-H-O-D-H-A-N-A. Pranayama means P-R-A-N-A-Y-A-M-A. Prana means life force. And this is a, a particular breathing technique. It's an ancient yogic breathing technique that is meant to clear the nervous system. So when I say energetic imprints, I really mean the nervous system because that's where the energetic imprints get stored. It clears the nervous system. So these are the two main ways that you can clear the energetic imprints on your own. Just Google it and put it to practice and share with me once you put it to practice. The third strategy, (laughs) make a commitment. Commitment to not give into anger. Yeah, like I shared in the first strategy, it's very simple as that. It's very hard to put into practice sometimes. Again, if you say so, but it is one of the hardest things to do. But once you commit to something, it will start to change everything. Remember those pesky neural pathways I was talking to you about? (laughs) You know, we want to create different ones, right? And that the only way we can do that is by not giving in to anger. And these three techniques, and this is also tapping into your inner wisdom to take actions. Taking an action is not giving into anger. Because the destruction is, is so much. One of my mentors told me that children learn anger from their parents. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. Because, you know, when I, like I said, the, the anger and the frustration only comes out of my family and with my kids, when it was starting to come out, that phrase hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, I do not want my kids to grow up having learned anger from me. I do not want that not happening on my watch, I'm not showing up for this. I made a commitment to not do that. Does not mean I never fall off the horse? Does it doesn't mean I'm always zen when they do the most you know the most they do things what kids do absolutely not I lose my temper I lose it but it's not like how it ever was and it's never to the extent of what it was even yesterday you know it was Sunday and I was having a hard time with with I don't know there were you know they were doing kid stuff and I lost my I I have to stop using the word lost my temper. Basically, I got frustrated and annoyed and I caught myself and said, nope, not doing that again, not showing up for that again. And again, the repair work made a huge difference. I'll talk about that at some other podcast, but it made a huge difference. I've shared with them what was happening, even though they're only three and six, they still get it. They have a context when I can take ownership of my feelings saying, sorry, this was my fault. Like you don't deserve this. I am getting overwhelmed. I need time for myself. I haven't spent any time for myself today, which is why I'm getting annoyed. When they have a context for that, it stops making them make some random stories, which is how beliefs are formed. Okay. As you can tell guys, if you don't pay attention to anger, it's going to be like wildfire. It will spread. Now these three strategies that I shared with you are some of the core things I teach my clients and my students. So please, please put them into use, share with me, PM me or DM me on Instagram and share with me how this landed for you and how you put it into to use. My Instagram handle is I is Padma Ali. It's very easy to find, just my name. So please DM me and show and share with me what your biggest takeaways were. Take a screenshot of this episode. Share your wins. Share this with your friends. Subscribe to this podcast channel and write a review. Because if it's helping you, it's going to help so many people. And as a gift, I will offer you a complimentary session. These sessions are very valuable. And I will offer them because I appreciate you writing a review if it's been helpful for you. So write a review, take a screenshot of that and send it to support at padmaali.com and I will gift you a complimentary session. I That brings us to the end of this episode. This was a long one, like I said, but I think it's very valuable, especially in today's time. I think a lot of people could use Information about this, and I will connect with you in the next episode. Thank you again for being such a valuable part of our community. I'm so grateful for you, and um, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this podcast. Make sure to tag me in Instagram at Padma Ali to share your takeaways from this episode, and lastly, share with your friends and family so they can also benefit from listening to this podcast. For more tips, go on to our website, padmaali.com and connect with me at the next episode. Take care. Bye.